Hallelujah, Leila Tov. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio. That was Toby Mack with Help is on the way to kick off RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections. The nightly doers of the word love fellowship gathering where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadosh or our own yuck of flesh? Boy, am I in trouble. Anyway. I am Shalak Scribe, President of Emulators MC, and your YAJ for Yahweh the, this evening. Let's get to it. We start each podcast at 7.07 Pacific, 9.07 Central, and 10.07 Eastern most of the time. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code is needed. 
Again, that number is 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you're new here, we hope this resonates with you, and we hope you keep coming back. If you're not new, welcome back. Marissa, are you ready with the warning? Oh, yeah, yeah. I am. Okay. Warning. Damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here. When you leave here, let it stay here. Transform recovery is the refuge. The healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. Our warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up. Share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our souls. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser it loosens the liar and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance and transformed out is not connected to any law enforcement agencies. You are not being set up for any type of failure here, no incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find a new exciting life as one in your new Yafim, as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put your bad business out there, but to put out the solution. We are in transform recovery and have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship groups from all walks of life. People from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs or may have even used earlier today. It is very hard to help someone who is intoxicated so we encourage anyone that's attending that is used today to please speak of the transformer after the gathering. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that may be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know you're in the right place. You're safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances, one's scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness, or even a house fire where our personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm. The list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share empathetically, understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. The language may be offensive as they may not 
yet learn to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask you to long suffer with those who are still working on the perfecting of their potential drug damage to dysfunctional or destroyed abusive character. We ask you, we ask as you share, to refrain from any inappropriate, any inappropriate speech, but we must be sensitive to where each speaker may be. Some may have never even opened up the word before and have no clue who our Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Ruach HaKadosh. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in the relationship with the Creator. Some may not know him at all. Some may, in fact, have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of love was pursuing them, but yet cannot receive that love. Or may have rejected Yah, Ahava, as he's trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we are of no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working Kitsekidus Scripture Step 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for transformers in the Kitsekidus Scripture Steps. Hallelujah. Everything okay? Hi, it's Janie. Sorry, I No, everything's not okay. I was ministering to Mr. Mute. Oh. So, thank he, you for the are reminder. You winning, are, you winning, are you winning Minister Mute's soul? <laughs> I don't know if he's actually a minister or not, or what the situation is. But anyway. Not at all. We're going to get back to it. Thank you, Marissa, for that awesome reading. That was fantastic. Um, that yeah, was Marissa, the morning. You really are a great reader, Marissa. You really are. I was, I was laughing at Sky ministering. <laughs> well, you know, even in the silence, it's, it's got to go out. So. Hallelujah. <laughs> all right. Our seventh bodybuilder, the Ahava or Love Offering. This offering goes to support our radio and prison ministries, our faith favor farms, houses of worship, and our Yahability ministries. Genesis 28, 20 to 22. And Yaakov made a vow saying, Seeing Elohim is with me and has kept me in this way that I am going, that I'm going and has given me bread to eat and a garment to put on. When I have returned to my father's house in Shalom, 
and Elo and Yahweh shall be my Elohim. Then, then this stone which I have placed as a standing column shall be Elohim's house, and of all that you give me, and of all that you give me, I shall certainly give a tenth to you. Hallelujah. Um, in Yaakov's situation, the question could be asked, what's the point of setting aside a tenth of all that you're traveling with, of all that you're, you know, of all that you have? What could possibly be the point of setting aside a tenth for an entity you believe in but you cannot see with your tangible eye? And then I recall the verse in the New Testament that says we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. Yaakov was setting a stage, was setting the stage for something bigger and better that any who followed after him could benefit from and would benefit from. Because there could be strangers coming into his house. There could be strangers coming through his gate. Those could, there could be those that don't have the wherewithal to take care of their basic needs. And that 10%, that one-tenth that he just promised to kavod, I think that's the right the right phrase to separate unto Elohim could be used for that purpose. You could hear in the tone that it wasn't done grudgingly. He was happy to do it. We've all been in situations where we've been traveling, some of us just recently, most of us just recently, where we didn't know that we would return home safely. Whether it was to our father's house or our own house or whatever the given situation, we just didn't know. We went by faith. And I was even asking myself that, well, how, do, how, how can I insert myself into this passage that talks about travel and moving around and things of this nature and the risks and the dangers inherent in it. Because obviously what Yaakov had to go through is not the same as what we have to go through. Sometimes those matters are less severe. Sometimes they're more, depending on where you're going. Yaakov didn't have to, for the most part, in many ways, um, he didn't have to worry about the you know the odds of him running into a band of marauders um, was probably 
a little bit higher in some circumstances, depending on where he was, than are being mugged on a, you know, on the platform of a train station or something of that nature. But the reality is still there. So in honor of Yah's protection, in honor of Yah's Hanan, he's going to do this so he can provide some sort of shelter for those that are tired of living amongst those that would ravage and steal and plunder just to get what isn't rightfully theirs. The fact of the matter is, we are still called to put aside one-tenth for the purposes of Elohim. And we're to trust him and watch and see how he is going to respond to that act of trust and obedience and find out what he is moving you and I too. It's kind of interesting that two actually contains the first words for trust and obedience. So that being said, if you believe that what you experience here is is encouraging you to be more than what you were before. And you're learning and you're enjoying the teaching and your walk is improving. Then we would ask, not for my sake, not for the sake of Scott, of Scott Scribe Pratt, you're not giving to me, you're giving to the ministry. You're giving with the full knowledge that whatever you give is going to help the hungry, the hurting, the homeless, the helpless the heartbroken among us. Like Yeshua said, him we will not always have with us, but we will always have the poor. What are we going to do with the poor? Is our religion, is our faith pure? Are we helping the widow and the orphan and the hungry and the hurting? Or are we just giving it lip service? We'd like to thank those on the line for allowing us to do more than just give lip service to the problem. You can go to give.yahweh.love. It's our free PayPal portal. Whether it's a widow's mite or a love offering, whatever the situation. Or you can set it up where you give a full tithe. You know, however you want to delineate it, we will take care of it. We'll make sure it gets out there. You can also go to Love Inc. It's capital L O V E I N C K. Period. Only the L is capitalized. By the way, PO Box six eight one three eight Phoenix Arizona eight five zero eight two. And again, send us a letter. Let us know what's going on. If you feel confident, if you feel confident to support the ministry, we want to know who we're dealing with. Why? Because it's easier to love on somebody if we know who they are. That's just common sense. But then again, that already registered with you because you folks are brilliant out there. Or you can also text 
877-777-44321. So That's probably the simplest, most convenient way to do it. And again, whatever you can do, it's going to be appreciated. Stay in touch. Don't disappear. Communicate with us. Grow boldly in Yahweh because of the actions for your benefit he commands you to take. And then once you've taken them, stand back and watch him pour out the berachot into your life. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your Hanan, your Hased, your Ahava, that's your mercy, your favor, and your love for those that are new on the line. And the reason for those that are new on the line that we do go back to the Hebrew is because we believe it is the most accurate language alive today. It was once dead. It has been resurrected, much like our Messiah. It is the one language alive today that best details and instructs and informs and explains the will of Elohim Yahweh and the purpose of the sacrifice of his son Yeshua. So yeah, we just pray that as those are those that are able to give, give, and those that aren't, we ask that you change that situation drastically for them so that they are and that they are grateful and that they give until, as Mike the Spike used to say, it hurts or doesn't feel fair. Because if we give to that extent, we haven't even gotten close to what Yahweh gave. Not only haven't we gotten close to what Yahweh's given, but he's going to give back so fast we'll never be able to keep up anyway. And that's reason to celebrate. And that's reason to, to, that's one of the most minimal reasons to maintain a position in the promise. Hallelujah. Well, as I said before, I am Shalayak Scribe, president of Emulators MC. imperfectly emulating my Messiah but learning how to pick myself up and move on as things go. I am grateful for having met Justin Gilliam out in Elkhart Lake today. Got a call from Kim as she was getting off work to ask me if I wanted to run out with her and it was good to spend some time with her after work. We got some things discussed. Um, and all in all, it was pleasant, um, as things usually are with my wonderful wife. 
grateful for the fact that Greg and I were able to get an order placed and get him on a monthly auto ship. And I am grateful for the fact that tomorrow is a new day. Yah willing. To dust myself off, pick myself up, dust myself off, and move forward in a way that drowns out the lies of the adversary. So hallelujah. Whoever wants to introduce themselves next, the line is open. Can you hear me? We can, but you're awful crackly. Okay, well, I'm, get, I'm getting going to be going in the house. But I am yummy, and I am so grateful that everything went very well. The doctor talked to me, Faith telling me that everything just went clear and went smooth for my daughter Lori, um, heart correction, hallelujah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, got that heart straightened up to be normal. And um, I'll ever, forever be grateful for that. And I'm grateful that tonight I met a new young lady who has got a lot of potential, but she lives in, where was that, um, Fort Atkinson. So that's a little bit of drag for me, but then I'm thankful that y'all let me know already through Rock that I am kicking in evangelism again. So I will, y'all will make the way because I'm going to go forth. Um, she's very open. We talked a little bit about uh, the patches. We talked a little bit about her need for um, codependent meetings. And um, we're going to be getting together for more talk. And I'm thankful that he does, yeah, does make it easy um, to just find the need of a person. And from there, he causes things to happen. And I, I had a vision the other day, and I saw, um, like, water tripling down like a... a, a hey, Yami. Yeah? Yami, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have let you go on that long. You're really, really, really crackly. Could you try? Okay. Could you try dialing back in, please? I really hate to get you on the Yami. Yeah, I'll go in. I'll go in and call on the landline. That seems All right. to work. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Hallelujah. Who would like to introduce themselves next? I'll go really quick. I am Marissa, and I'm thankful for 
for today and for Yahweh's love. And he's teaching me his love. And I'm thankful for Rock and Sandy. And the new the new um gift and that Yahweh is going to make things go well for for them and Abe and I'm thankful for this what I'm working on with this prayer and fasting that my prayer is that Yahweh helps me with my motivation and that whatever is making me not be fulfilling in my transform recovery assignments and my growth that I just pray that Yahweh sets me free from the strongholds and whatever is keeping me in lack that I'm no longer in lack I am a doer and I'm wonderfully made I'm experiencing what Yahweh is helping me through each moment of, of the day Hold on, I gotta get the door. I didn't have to shut the light off. I didn't turn it off. I don't know what happened. So, anyways, I'm thankful for for Yahweh's help, and I'm thankful for my children and Eva, as well as getting the job applications out. I've got a couple of them out today. So I'm thankful that Yahweh's going to open up the door for the right shot. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yami, are we back? I haven't dialed in yet, but um, can you hear me better? No, we can't. It's still all crackly. Okay, I'm going to dial on the other phone. Just, I, okay. It's okay. Just Go ahead hand. with the problem. Thank you. All right. Who is next that would like to introduce themselves? All right. Well, we're going to cut to a music break here real quick. This is Toby Mack. Starts with me. We shall return to our introductions once this is finished. There's a million reasons to hesitate to the history that's filled with hate. Have we ever been? United States, I wonder, so who can blame us for the doubt, forgive me if I think out loud, but when justice just won't come around, you wonder, I was born with two, two dirty hands, something my daddy didn't understand, something his daddy didn't understand, so it starts with me, I was raised with distrust in my heart, Mama told me we're worlds apart Her mama told her don't even bother So it starts with me Cause we can be free, yeah, yeah, I know that Let's try to fix the things that's been broken We can be free, yeah, yeah, I know that But it starts with me Cause we can be free, yeah, yeah, I know that Let's try to fix the things that's been broken We can be free, yeah, yeah, I know that And it starts with 
Yami, are you back? Can you pray us in? Can you pray over the line? All right. Well, hallelujah. I'll be on the name of Yeshua. We just thank you for tonight. We thank you for purposing yourself in a towards us. Thank you for setting things in order. 
in a proper order, in a Yali order, so that we can follow and understand. And yeah, we just ask as we understand, as we work through these 12 PK steps, that hearts and minds be altered, that new levels of dedication be reached, Abhi, yeah, that breakthroughs happen. And that the adversary of our souls, Hasatan, your adversary, is left a writhing, throbbing, bloody mess after your armies have trampled him so severely that nothing he tries to do to thwart it does any more than muddy the soles of our sandals. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah. And Yamin. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We are going to move into our readings this evening. Unless I hear otherwise. So, Marissa, if you could get ready with the 12 KK steps, I'm going to knock out the Kodesh Step 10 reading first, and then we will be jumping to you. Kodesh Step 10, RIP 2.0, Ruach Reflections is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying the Kodesh scriptures or the Kodesh writings seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each Kippe Kodesh step so that nothing is missed in the Yad development of the new you. A great suggestion for successful or orderly Transformed Recovery, Love Fellowship Gathering, LFG, is to study in oneness each of the listed Kippe Kodesh writings for each Kodesh step. Example. As an example, simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or even everyday Love Fellowship Gathering at the appointed time for your Love Fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, private, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, pun intended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast on oh, Love Live Ruach Remnant Reality Radio, nor does it need to be recorded, but to generate support from multiple locations, the virtual love fellowship gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. KK Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Kodesh steps. Once we've taken some level of action on any given step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own Yah development, recording Yali actions, Yakshin daily and or even fleshly actions, gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from Ruach, this Chekpaya love from within leads us to teshuva, change, 
or the way Yeshua to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold into a new pattern of thinking, a yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noah Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the sacred scriptures in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation made available by, by Love, Inc., through transformed recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. From Colossians 2.8, HRB, by Shaul Shliach, Watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Books of love or Ahava, Yahuwah Yahweh, where I am that I am, Ai Asher, Ai. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Marissa, are you ready? Marissa, are you there? All right. Apparently, Marissa is not there. Transformed Recovery, 12 KK Steps. Kitbe HaKodesh, the dedicated writings or the Ivory of Hebrew Scriptures, or, or Hebrew Scriptures. The 12 Kitbe Kodesh Steps equals Transformed Recovery, 12 Kitbe Kodesh Steps. First Yahukan four eight Elohim Yahuwah Yahweh is love. The TR twelve KK step love bites of Yahweh. Transform recovery step one. Kipikodesh step. We agreed without love we were bankrupt. Two. We agreed. Yahweh is pure love. TR3, we agreed to do love as the perfect will of Yahweh. TR4, we agreed to do love's deep, written, honest heart exam. TR5, we agreed to share love's examinations honestly. TR6, we prepared our souls by prayer, by fasting and praying for more love. TR7. We prayed he, Yahweh, remove anything anti-love humbling us. TR8. We made a list of people we hurt and didn't love correctly. TR9. We asked Yahweh and the people on the list for forgiveness. TR10, we examined love's nine KK steps daily in our actions. TR11, we prayed and listened to Yahweh improving on love's will. 
TR12, we practiced love's will daily, making messengers by Yeshua's example of living these TR12 Kippic Kodesh steps. Hallelujah. We are going to be taking a look at Second Peter. Uh, let's see. I have it in here somewhere. I know I do because that much I got done ahead of time. Second Peter 3.9. So if you can all turn with me there to Second Peter 3.9. That would be greatly appreciated, and it would be even more greatly appreciated if you would let me know once you are there. Because while I'm pretty sure that I'm not muted, because I still see the green flash on. I can hear you. You can't hear me. Well, fantastic. And, uh, thank you for responding. I appreciate that. Yeah, we were in the middle of something. I can fill you in later about what was going on. Okay. All right, so we're looking at Second Peter 3, 9, which reads, Yahweh is not slow to regard the promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards us, not wanting that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, what we can gather out of this verse is the fact that the delay, the slowness, perceptive slowness, is not on Yah's part. It's not a lot of lack of action on his part. Rather, it's a lack of action on our part to do the things that we're commanded to do. And this is one of those elements that I am painfully familiar with. Um, saying I've had the t-shirt, owned the factory, burnt the factory, and rebuilt it does not even come close to describing the anguish that I have put myself through, and it, that statement is probably accurate for many of us on the line. Elohim Yahweh is not slow in regard to his promise. He's not delaying, he's not the one delaying the promise. He's not the cause of our not having as some kind of slowness. So again, that's open to interpretation. But he's not the one being slow. But is patient towards us. Now again, this is speaking directly about our response to repentance. Our ultimate reward for not teshuvahing immediately is death and eternal separation. That's what we've earned by not turning to him, by not 
returning to him in humility and asking that he remove anything that is not of him from us. We deserve to be eternally separated from him for that. For just that one simple fact. But he's not willing that any should perish. Come on, Owen. Sorry about that. He is not willing that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. But that all would benefit and believe in the promises of the practices that he commands us are essential and necessary to walk as a blood-bought Galal Talmudim emulator Shalayach believer understander of heavenly things Shamayimic things I don't know if that actually works or not but you know we'll give it a shot He is not going to deprive us of the ability to pursue him by acting in regards to us as we sometimes react rashly to him and his instruction or our lusts that cause us to stray from him. He's there waiting for us to understand that he's waiting patiently. And he longs for us to make use of the tools that he's prepared to make the most of ourselves in him. I'm just grateful today for a long-suffering Elohim that loves me unconditionally. And I just pray that I learn to stop keeping him waiting. Because this existing in imperfection is no fun. It's a loathsome thing. And if you have any doubt what loathsome means. Hate in the Hebrew only means to prefer over. Loathsome is a whole lot stronger word. And if you can't bring yourself to loathing your flesh because of the pain and the trouble and the struggle and the anguish that it's caused you. When all you had to do was teshuva. When all you had to turn, all you had to do was turn around, change direction. You know, it's funny, I've understood this for, I've, I've conceptually understood this for so long, it isn't funny but I've never actually understood it the way it was just revealed to me to speak it. 
the concept of our Elohim, our Yahweh, never leaving us or forsaking us. is so incredible that regardless of where we go, no matter how far we stray from him, that distance is our perception. Because once we get tired of being gone and we spin in fear, eyes wide open, and run into the loving arms of our Elohim. We might not be prepared to wrap our arms around him, our spiritual arms, you get what I'm saying, around him, and the shock of his presence knocks us on our backsides and leaves us dazed and confused for a while. Because he was always right there, waiting for us to turn and be embraced. But he wants a face-to-face -face relationship with us. We all know what it's like trying to talk to somebody's back. Yah doesn't do that. Yah is not going to talk to our backs. He will talk loudly enough where if our backs are turned, we'll hear him. But that volume is intended, is intended to turn us. So, hallelujah. With that, I'm going to pass. We just thank you, Yah, for... Your word today, I thank you for the fact that I am still a work in progress. Um, I will try to embrace the chisel. But with that, I'm going to open the line to anybody else that would like to comment on Second Peter 3.9. Feel free to reread it if it helps. Thank you for that scribe. I have... When you're reading it, I was looking at how Yahweh has promises, and over the years, from my doing wrong, the things in the wrong direction, and then I didn't have as many promises that I was believing in, that I was believing in the lies. And I know that Yahweh wants me to remember his promises. And as I've been also reading about it, it's about some kind of slowness, but his patience towards us. And I I mean, it's not, not in that sense meaning it in the way that I was thinking about as I'm overcoming some of my defects, which is being slow and doing things and not um, doing things to, to the full potential. So I know that Yahweh wants me to be, be righteous in him and that he's patient and 
Yahweh doesn't always have to be slow. We can pray for him to quicken things. And I'm praying that Yahweh quickens things that need to be quickened as I'm overcoming them. And as he's restoring my, my memory and my learning to trust in him. About the teshuva is the last part about it. So, see, it says Yahweh is not slow in regard to the promise. Now, some count slowness, but is patient toward us, not wanting that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So, as I am learning about my defects and my overcoming in this season, as in the spring I was really leaning towards trust, learning to trust in Yahweh and not having doubt. And that's something we were talking about earlier today about not letting the doubt in. And that Yahweh, I can look to him and know that he's not going to leave any, any areas astray. That is trust that he knows the ultimate my ultimate needs, that he knows my needs and the things that I'm leaning towards and I am thankful for this opportunity that I'm getting to do this transform in-house and as I'm realizing my distractions and I get things that could be more organized that I'm trying to overcome those challenges. So, so I repent of my slacking or lacking, I should say. And I ask for Yahweh to forgive me of not doing for my to not be at my full potential. And I pray for for help in the areas where Yahweh needs. I pray for Yahweh to help me with my growth and my diligence as I am being disciplined. Pray for Yahweh's discipline, guidance, that He knows my needs. In Yeshua's name. There's a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to pass with that for now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Appreciate it. Who would like to go next? Shalaya Yami, have you dialed? Well, you're obviously in. Are you ready to go? Hallelujah. Are is people hearing me? Absolutely. Much better. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I did want to finish a little bit because I'm so excited that just it's almost every day I'm meeting someone that I will be recontacting and um, maybe getting to know and getting to um, see what Yah has planned to help. And when you read the scripture, well, I went through a few thoughts, and but as Marissa was talking, what came to me was... It was like the prodigal son. You know, 
we, me, I'm looking at me and my life, the, the, how I wanted like the prodigal son to find my happiness. Now I knew I belonged to my father. I had accepted my Messiah as I knew him, as, you know, and as he revealed himself to me, um, I grow and I continue to grow and continue to see the vastness of the beauty of my Messiah. But as far as me being so stubborn to go after my own thing, to to hurt myself, to cause myself the pain of rejection, the pain of being beaten, um, <laughs> the, the pain of not really studying and knowing what the Torah meant. Because through it all, he was there. Through it all. When I was killed, he revived me. He talked to me a little bit Why I was out of my body in the shillings, <laughs> in, the, in the, my body, you know. I tell you that I knew Yah was real and I knew he loved me and I loved him. Yet I was stuck in going after what I thought would make me happy. And it, what, what I wanted was not sin. It, it was simply wanting my life to be where I thought I would be comfortable instead of studying um, and surrendering my wants, thinking I was, and in lots of ways, I was obedient, but lots of ways I was not obedient. I didn't um, respect the Torah. I thought to get what I thought needed to be in my life, it was okay to trespass that Torah. And because of that, I led myself into much pain and even death. But for Yah, who so loved me that he kept me. He knows his purpose for me, and, and obviously at those points in my life, I didn't know. But guess what? The more I read his Torah, the more I allow his Torah to become alive in me, the more I understand that he has a purpose, a place where I belong and a work for me. And that's why I'm here, and that's why he keeps me. And 
if I was him and I was, you know, his child, I am his child, but if as a parent, if it was me, I'd rejoice so much. Every time my wayward children turn a little bit into the direction of the, of the Torah, of the way uh, to life and of life, the only true Elohim. <laughs> I am amazed at his love and his ways of pulling me out of the darkness and bringing me into his marvelous light. And I do want to, like, put an axe to the root and get rid of that part of me that still wants to go after what I think I need. And the grieving I do because I don't have it. No, I'm blind and dumb. I um, did not recognize that I have everything in him. He's my father. He's my husband. He's my brothers and sisters. He's my children. And all that I need to have a yali life and have a life worth living is that right place in him And he will, he says, when we seek him with his whole heart, we'll find, with our whole heart, we'll find him. And all the things that we need will come to us. And like scribe, I can say I look at life a little bit different tonight because he, he, cleared out a little bit more of the dust out of my eyes and a little bit of the flesh is is brushed back to dust and I'm becoming more Ruhak so that I can accomplish the things he wants. Thank you. Pass. Thank you, Yami. The line is still open. I do believe we probably have at least one more that would probably like to comment on Second Peter three nine. I see Jennifer Bishop on. Jennifer, would you like to share your insights on that? If you're open. I I don't have anything to say because I just tuned in and I didn't really hear the reading. Okay. Okay. Well, I can share that reading with you again if you'd like. If that helps. Uh, that would, please. 
All right. So the reading was Second Peter uh, three nine. And once I get myself turned back here, okay. Elohim is not slow in regard to the promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward us, not wanting that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And basically, basically, my thoughts on it are um, that uh, that connects to both repentance and receiving of answered prayers. It's not Yahweh that's delaying it. It's our own actions, our own hearts that aren't allowing us. It's that lack of humility that resists any want that our Ruach may have to turn back to him that's causing Yah's delay. The fact is, if we were to turn and run into his arms, he would be so close to us that it would probably knock us on our backsides and leave us dazed and confused for a minute. before we actually had a chance to come to and realize what had actually just taken place. So, if that helps fill in any gaps. It does. Um, the way I feel about it is that not only does, you know, he don't answer us when, um, when we don't realize the mistakes that we made, but it's also when we're not ready to take that next step, uh, Yahweh would never put us in front of something we couldn't handle. And if he doesn't think that we can handle it, he won't put it. But if at the same time, if we don't repent, if we don't admit that we made a mistake, then he's also going to delay because he doesn't feel like we learned from the mistake or the lesson that he was trying to give us and so we have to remember that in order to to get an answer from Yahweh we have to do everything he says and part of that's repentance um, that's my take on it hallelujah hallelujah thank you for that Jennifer Who's next? Everybody gets a turn, so we're going to break for. I, I'd like to say my three grateful or thankful things, if, even though I know it's kind of late in the game. I just got on here, so. It's um, never too late to express your gratitude, Jennifer. Okay, so my three grateful things. My I'm grateful that I made it a year. Working in mattress cells, I celebrated it. We had dinner. It was great. 
And uh, second thing I'm grateful on is uh, we got two customers today, and we helped both of those customers. So I'm very grateful for that. And I am uh, I'm grateful that I'm getting to have this opportunity with Rock and and going to um, Phoenix, Arizona. That's just going to take my um, transformation and my growth and my experience to the next level, and I'm excited about it. So with that, I'll say hallelujah and pass. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Jennifer. Exciting stuff going on. Yah is moving. He's good all the time. So let's see what else we got going on here. And again, before I hit play, share on the verse and the thought for the evening. The line is most definitely still open. It closes once I hit play, and it opens again once the song is over. So hallelujah. hallelujah. It's yummy. And hallelujah. When I'm reflecting on realizing this, how that really stirs up in me patience and compassion with those that he's put in my path to help. I wondered, you know, I have one friend who always, all she just wants to give me a report of all her negative stuff that's going on. And I always give back to her that, she can stop going to that casino and try something different and and she just always comes back and calls and talks to me and I always give her the same message and I'm a, a little bit uh, perturbed or don't like that but because I know all the awful things I've did, and Yah stayed with me, I don't want to throw her out into, have her thrown out into outer darkness. I want her to come to her senses. So I keep praying, and I keep accepting her calls, and I keep feeding her words. Because that's what Yah did to me. And now I understand why one time at Shalom, um, I was told that if Yah told me to go in front and stand on my head, that I'd do it. <laughs> and now I understand why. Because all, how many times did he come back to me? You know, didn't leave or forsake me, let me come back to him. 
And uh, that when I wrote that song about as he leads me is gentleness I find, and that's the truth. And the part of me standing in place once in a while, that was the time that he just waited for me and never left me or forsook me. So hallelujah, that develops inside of me some of that kind of love. I'll pass. Thank you, Yami. Appreciate it. All right. I am hitting the continue button. We will be back in about three minutes and 25 seconds.
hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, we are all in possession of that something. The question is, are we training ourselves? Are we allowing the Rakh HaKadosh? Are we allowing Yahuwah? Are we allowing Yeshua to train us in the best use of that something? Or are we just floundering around making excuses for being too lazy to pick it up? Don't always like the answer to that question. Um... but I'm working on getting more comfortable with it because I'm going to change that answer. So that having been said, I'm going to throw it out there one more time for anybody else that might want to comment on this evening's verse. Otherwise, we're going to move on to the daily meditation and the whatever prayer. After one more song. And again, I wasn't thinking about doing that, so I'm looking it up right now. Um, Wow, this is a short one. So we'll be back in about two minutes. I'm from a town where things are as good as they come. And it's pictured in my mind just as clear as the mist. Now I'm out here in the darkness And the rain is coming down Never was like this In my hometown My hometown It's not like this But that's all
And give one more shot. Anybody else wants to to share on the verse today? Otherwise, we're going to move into the just for today reading for this third yam of the week, Moim, resentment and forgiveness. Where there has been wrong, the program reaches or teaches us the spirit of forgiveness. In TR, we begin to interact with the world around us. We no longer live in isolation, but freedom from isolation has its price. The more we interact with people, the more often we'll find someone stepping on our toes, and such are the circumstances in which resentments are often born. Resentments, justified or not, are dangerous to our ongoing recovery. The longer we harbor resentments, the more bitter they become eventually poisoning us to stay or eventually poisoning us to stay clean we must find the capacity to let go of our resentments the capacity to forgive we must first or we first develop this capacity in working steps eight and nine and we keep it alive by regularly taking the tenth step sometimes when we are unwilling to forgive it helps to remember that we too may someday require another person's forgiveness Haven't we all at one time or another done something that we deeply regretted? And aren't we healed in some measure when others accept our sincere amends? An attitude of forgiveness is a little easier to develop when we remember that we are all going through, that we are all doing the very best we can. And someday we too will need forgiveness. Just for today, I will let go of my resentments. Today, if I am wronged, I will practice forgiveness, knowing that I need forgiveness myself. Hallelujah. And amen. Marissa, are yeah. you ready to Yes, I'm ready to rock and roll. Hallelujah. All right. I'm having a hard time hearing you on the computer, but I'm... Um, I was able to hear you if I listen closely. So. Rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Adon is near. Worry for not, but in all, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Yahweh. In the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, so guard your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yeshua. For the rest, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, whatever is clean, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there's any uprightness, and if there's any praise, seek on these. And what you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these, and the Elohim of peace shall be with you. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Well read. Well done. Yami, would you like to pray us out this evening? My pleasure. So, Father, we um, say thank you 
Um, we want to please you because we know when we please you, we get such wonderful rewards. And we don't want to follow you just for those rewards, but we thank you for them. And we ask that we learn to operate in the love you bring to us, in that love that you show us that because you send it to us, let us grab a hold of that truth and then we will obey all the Torah because the Torah sums up in all the aspects of your love and we won't break it if we do it. Thank you for the night and giving us some more understanding of how your kingdom operates. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Gianni. We will be back at 7.37 Eastern, 6.37 Central. 537 Mountain and 437 Pacific with another Ruach HaKadosh-fueled installment of Praise, Prayer, Decree, and Declare. Starting your Yom Yah's way is the best way to start your day. So we hope to hear you back tomorrow. Until then, here's a little something to send us off to sleep in anticipation 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 positive anticipation there is no anxiety in Yah so this is Newsboys to sign us out to sing us out this is Restart hope to hear from you tomorrow
Thank you. 